What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity, who is ready to spill some tea. Because this is Tea with Publicity. What is up, Tea Tribe? Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. This is the Grammys recap, and I am so excited to get into it today. I went to the freaking Grammys. Um, I'm sure you saw by now because it was all over my TikTok and Instagram. And I want to talk a little bit about how that happened, why it happened. And um, yeah, I'm just feeling super good about the whole thing. I want to recap what I saw as someone who was in the audience and talk about the pop culture events and everything that kind of transpired. So let's get into it. But first, as you guys know, the Super Bowl is coming up and Macy's has everything you need to take you all the way to the end zone. They've got all your football fan needs covered with team jerseys, serverware, plus food and snacks that'll keep you cheering. Check it out now at Macy's.com. That's Macy's.com for all of your Super Bowl needs. So another big event that just happened, obviously, like I said, was the Grammys and I took notes. So while I was there, while I was sitting in the audience, I literally just kept typing into my notepad all of the different thoughts that I had. So we're going to go through them today because I think that they're really good takeaways. Also, I want to explain how and why I was there and yada, yada, yada. So I, now that I'm in LA, sorry, I was trying to think how to frame this up. Now that I'm in LA, I really, 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 really want to have a bigger presence at pop culture events because my ultimate goal is to do more on-air hosting. So in order for me to do that, like I think it's really important that I'm in the mix, I'm at things um, that I'm really just like showing up and having commentary from these big events. So for that reason, I'm potentially hiring a publicist and whatever. That's kind of the inner workings behind the publicity brand and some of my goals for the year. So I don't have a publicist yet. I don't have, I'm not one of those influencers that has like a stylist, a this, a that. I think you guys would be surprised to hear how many people literally have a team of 5 million people. I don't have a podcast producer. I film, edit, do my own audio. I make all my social media clips. I do everything on my own. Um, I think partially I have trouble relinquishing control. Partially, I'm really not a good manager because I'm more of a why am I going to take the time to explain it to you when I could do it myself type of girl, which I know really isn't a great managerial quality, which is why I never really hire people because I kind of just need someone that could just do the job and I don't have to check on them because I don't like handholding. Um, so anyway, so I am a one man team. I have been, I obviously have my manager who helps me broker, um, TikTok, Instagram, podcast deals, but I don't have a publicist. I don't have an agent. So a lot of my relationships within the industry are just from me making them throughout the years of being a publicist, being an influencer, working on all sides of the industry. You know, the people that I started out interning with in 2013 are now 10 years into their career and they're the VP, like they're at the VP level. So we've all kind of grown together and I um 
saw that CBS was hosting the Grammys and I reached out to a contact of mine at CBS and I was like, hi, like I'd love to get on the press line so I could interview some reality, reality stars. Oh my gosh. So I could interview some singers, songwriters, whatever. And the contact got back to me and they were like, we have all of our slots filled for this year, but if we can get you tickets, would you want to go? I'm like, um, yes. So I went to the Grammys. She got me tickets. It was amazing. And I was so happy to be there. I found out the night before. So normally if I was going to a big event like this, I would want to be like in a sick outfit, sick hair, just, you know, everything. And I wore my own outfit. I styled myself. I was ran, running out the morning before getting shoes. Like every nothing was open until 11. I had to be done by two. It was just a rat race. And I am really proud of my look because I personally don't think a stylist could have achieved on me what I achieved on myself because I know my taste. You know what I mean? Like I have, again, back to me having a hard time relinquishing control, but I know what looks good on my body type. And I feel like sometimes when you work with stylists, which I've only ever literally done once, they pick out outfits that you're not comfortable with because like I like to cover my tummy and my arms. And if they're just handing me bandage dresses that are tight around my tummy, like I know myself and I'm not going to feel confident. So I wore what I know, which is a power suit with the boobs taped up, cleavage showing, low cut. Um, and I did my own hair. Pamela Anderson slash Kim Kardashian was my inspo. I've never done my own hair. I don't know what I'm doing. I make things work. Um, I feel like that's just part of being a creative person. You could just like do things or make them work. And Somehow I pulled the hairstyle off. I did hire glam and the girl that I did my glam actually was probably my one of my favorite makeup artists I've ever worked with. It just was like so good. It didn't look cakey. It lasted all night. It was super glowy, like just phenomenal. So I'll definitely be working with her again. But I went to the Grammys. I got my picture on the red carpet and it was just amazing. Um, so now I want to get a little bit into my learnings and the things that I picked up on while I was there. So I saw some of the worst fashion I've ever seen in my entire life at the Grammys. Um, and I'm not talking about just like celebrities. I'm just talking about everyone that was there. I feel like when there's a loose dress code, even though it was like black tie, it's like black tie optional. It was like everyone and their mother went out and bought any sequence gown that they could find and wore it. And like one sequence gown on its own might look fine. When you have 5,000 in a room together, it suddenly looks like we're at a costume party. Do you know what I mean? Like it was giving circus. It was giving costume party because you had some celebrities out here in full monochromatic getups. Then you had other people with props. Then some people in classy dresses. Then passerbys. I saw this one girl with like a light up skirt, like crazy shit. When you put all of these people into one room, you're like, is this like a, a costume party? And it's so funny because 
like on its own, each moment could have their fashion moment, but together it's a maj page. And I always have felt this way going to fashion week too. It's like people look sickening on the street. You get your street style shot. You're looking amazing. Everyone in a room together, crazy, crazy. And it's so funny because I've been to a bunch of these things, so I'm used to it. But I always think like, what would my dad think? You know, like, or like a guy from the Midwest, like take a random person who's not around, like creative people and place them in a room like this. They probably are like, what the fuck is going on? And what is everyone wearing? So I just thought that was funny. Like looking down at the crowd from where I was sitting, I was like, we look like a bunch of fools, but I love it. I love it. Um, Okay, so Bad Bunny opened up the Grammys, and let me tell you, I went to Dominican Republic, as you guys know, a few months ago for a wedding, and like all they played was Bad Bunny. And I knew like some of his songs from the radio, but it was in the Dominican Republic where I fell in love with that man and fell in love with his music. And so I've been having a love for him. Seeing him perform live, you were like, oh, I get it. Like, this is why he is the most streamed artist in the world. His music, I was in my chair. I was like, you guys can't see unless you're watching on YouTube. Shoulders moving, dancing, popping. Like, I, you just like, his music radiates through you. You just feel it on a different level. It's so uplifting. It's so fun. He's such a great performer. I, he's cute. I was like, I get it. I totally get it. And I think that's the thing about watching all of these performers live. You realize like who has it and who doesn't. And I think that some people really surprised me because like, for example, I'm not a country girl, but Chris Stapleton live phenomenal like his voice is butter like smooth as butter and he sang with cv wonder which like i felt like was such an honor to see live they were absolutely unreal and it just really goes to show like even if that's not the genre of music that you like you're like i get why they're famous i get why they have this gift like they are unbelievable um also so i'm just kind of going chronic chronological order of my notes when Trevor Noah was doing his opening speech and was like we have Adele in the house they show Adele we have Taylor in the house they show Taylor and we have Beyonce and they don't show Beyonce I'm sitting in the stands looking being like where's Beyonce and I'm like okay they didn't show her so maybe she's having a wardrobe malfunction maybe I can't see that she's sitting down there no she was late he later comes on and is like Beyonce's running late. She's in LA traffic. I'm an empath, okay? Full sweat. I don't know why I felt my anxiety rose through the roof because like I instantly felt what she must have been feeling. This is like my downfall in life. I was like, oh my God, she's probably sitting in the car, freaking the fuck out, screaming at everyone in her team to get her there on time. She's probably so embarrassed that she's running late. Like I completely took on her anxiety because I just like, imagine winning this huge award and you're late and you're in hair and makeup. Like you got ready all day for this moment. I genuinely would be so mortified because I like being on time. Like I would have a full-blown panic attack. That is my worst nightmare. 
showing up late for something of that caliber. So I just instantly felt her anxiety and like she wound up coming. Everything was okay. But in that moment, I was like, I can't believe this is happening right now. And I get it. LA traffic, yada, yada. What the hell happened that got her there late? I mean, look, I get it. Things happen. It could have been something, you know, there could have been a wardrobe malfunction that set them back. Or sometimes all it takes is like, if your makeup artist runs late, then that sets your seamstress back. Then that sets your this back. Then like, it could have been a chain of events. But it's like, I'm sorry, you have to start glamming at 5 a.m. if you even have a possibility of being late. Because it's kind of just unacceptable. But again, shit happens. We don't know. She made it. But I just felt the anxiety in my bones. Um, Okay, so Lizzo. I feel like it was the Lizzo show, if I'm being honest. She, they sat her next to Harry Styles, which was amazing because we all know they have a friendship and like it was super cute to see them interacting. Um, She did multiple outfit changes. Every time I looked down at her in the crowd, she was talking to Adele, talking to Harry, dancing when they did that huge tribute to hip hop, which was incredible. And everyone came out. I was like, where's Lizzo? Why isn't she in her seat? And I look and she's up at the front, up at the front, like dancing the whole time, like just happy to be there, happy to cheer other people on. Um, She also came out and performed and like, it's so funny because my thoughts completely mimicked what she wrote in her Instagram caption because she, I was thinking like, wow, she really could sing. And then she wrote in her Instagram caption, she was like, I'm so proud of myself. I'm a rapper first and a singer second. And like, I'm really proud of my vocals. And one, I thought it was so cute that she's like proud of herself and telling us that. I think that's really sweet. And two, I understood because when she was singing, she came out and she was like, ah, wow, she didn't sound like that. But she came out and she hit that note. And I was like, damn, Lizzo could sing. Like, she's really, she's really good. And um, she just gave such a great performance and even better speech when she won her award. I just thought that she just like represents so many of us. And I love what she's doing. I love that she's unapologetically herself. She's always positive. I She's like one of those role models to me. Like she's one of those people that I just want everything good to happen for her because she seems really, really authentic and genuine. Um, okay, Harry Styles. I have to say, I was coming on here prepared to say something completely different, but more context has been added to what transpired. So let me tell you. So Harry Styles comes out on stage. This was my first time seeing him live. I've never gotten to any of his shows. And all I know about Harry Styles is that, you know, he's been doing these arena tours, selling out night after night after night. Everyone loves seeing him. So I'm like, this is going to be the best live performance I've ever seen in my life. So I'm ready. And like the first note out of his mouth, like kind of cracked. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then the whole kind of performance seemed off. And I was like, this is what everyone's like raving about. Like, I was just a little taken aback because what I see online and what I see on TikTok, all these clips, he's amazing. And what I was witnessing in person at the Grammys wasn't really that. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't like the energy or like the vocals that I was anticipating. So I was like a little 
like, oh, interesting. This is the hype. Turns out everyone's been coming out on TikTok, all of his backup dancers saying, guys, this is what happened. And it makes so much sense now. So they were basically on a rotating stage. They called it a turntable. And as this thing was moving like a disc, they were dancing and performing and Harry was running on it and running off it and blah, 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 blah. They said that they practiced it on this turntable so many times. It was down to a perfect science. It was beautiful. And all of a sudden, when it was showtime, the curtain comes up, the turntable starts spinning the opposite way that they rehearsed. So basically, Harry's first note was off, probably because he all of a sudden noticed he was spinning the wrong way. The dancers had to completely adjust because I couldn't really tell. Like I thought the energy was low, but I couldn't tell the dance routine was off. They completely adjusted in the moment. Harry had to readjust. Everything was thrown off. So now knowing that, they were completely professional and they did an amazing job now knowing how crazy the scenario was. So it all makes sense. So my criticism is now praise because now I'm like, oh, wow, that was really challenging and they killed it and they were really professional and Harry didn't let it show that he was thrown off. Like it just all makes so much more sense to me. So nothing bad to say there. Um, I get it. You know, I get it. And lastly, okay, that that was all really on my like recap list of things that I wrote down during the show that I wanted to say. Um, Just overall 10 out of 10 experience. I thought it was really, really fun. And yeah, let's see if I have any other things on my list that we want to talk about. Oh, okay. While we're talking about pop culture, let's talk about the Pamela Anderson documentary. I love that woman. I find her to be so incredible. And what she's gone through is just so unbelievably traumatic. And she continues to just like live for her sons and and give back to different communities and to animals and be an activist. And I am so impressed with her and I am so happy she's now having this moment of everyone saying like, we respect you. We love you. We're sorry for what happened to you. It's really unfortunate that people have to go through these awful situations and years have to go by for the public to realize their mistakes. But I'm just so happy she's having this moment and just watching the documentary. I was like, wow, this woman has a heart of gold. She's so resilient and I just adore her. I really adore her. Um, there was some drama with Tommy Lee's current wife, Brittany Ferlin, who is a former Vine star. She, you know, went on TikTok and made some cheeky videos basically being like, oh, um, like Pamela would be happy if I died so she could be with Tommy was the gist of of the concept. She soon after deleted it. Everyone's mad at Brittany saying, you know, Pam gave you so much grace. She said she likes you. She said she acknowledged this is hard for you. I don't know. I kind of get Brittany like being salty, to be honest. Like everyone's being so hard on Brittany. And I'm like, listen, she's watching the entire world ship her husband's ex-wife with her current husband like 
Of course she's going to be salty, even if Pamela is gracious, which she is. Like, of course Brittany's going to be like, fuck off. When the whole internet is like rooting against your marriage, you're going to be salty. So I don't fault her. Like, I, you know, if that's how she wanted to handle things, whatever. I, I mean, she's publicly, her relationship's publicly being talked about. So for her to publicly address it, isn't that wild? People are acting like she's like so inappropriate for posting and deleting a video. I think it's fine. Like, I'm sure she felt some type of way. She acted out of emotion. She deleted it. It is what it is. Like, we're all human. And until you're walking in someone else's shoes and you know what it's like for thousands of people to come for you, then you can't say anything is how I feel. You know? Like, I don't know. Maybe I'd be that petty wife doing the same shit. So I think it's fine. Whatever. Was it like the classy route? No. But was it the realistic route? Yes. You know, so um, that's it for this week. Thank you guys for spilling the tea with me. I will be back next week. If you're watching on YouTube and or TikTok and you see all these like blankets behind me, my studio is still underway. The handyman is back on his way today. Hopefully after today, he's done. The studio will be finito. Um, yeah, it's a work in progress over here. Thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope you like my new camera. I feel like the quality is pretty good and hopefully you like the audio and everything. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.